Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast, episode 165, where we dive into the deepest and most exciting topics when it relates to finance, personal finance news, business, all of the above. So we are back at it again, episode 165. Before we get into the episode, make sure you share, like, subscribe the podcast episode. Uh, make sure you provide a five-star review. And if you're listening to this on YouTube or watching this on YouTube, you can subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know every time I am going live with the newest and most exciting news of the day. Uh, we always dive into the markets first and foremost, so let's do that. And, you know, the big thing that we're seeing this week, as we sit here, the markets have actually been trading considerably well over the past week, um, moving about two, two and a half percent up to the upside, um, primarily driven by a couple of things. One, traders are now betting it's a 50-50 split between what they think the Fed will do in May, right? If they're going to raise another 25 basis points, the interest rate, or if they're going to pause, pause meaning make no move, keep interest rates at the that the levels they're at right now, keep it at the rate it's it's at right now. Um, and so traders are split on that now. And that's because some new data came out. Um, new data regards to people filing for unemployment last week, the weekly jobless claims, it increased by 7,000 to 198,000. And that's adding hope to a lot of traders and investors that it's gonna that the Fed is gonna slow down its tightening campaign. And it's because they think that maybe the Fed sees that the labor market is cooling, right? So that's a big thing going on in the markets right now. Um, you're seeing, again, cryptocurrency trade higher, getting close to the $30,000 mark on Bitcoin, which you're not even hearing people talk about, which is, I think, good. You don't want this hype and mania. You want normal, stable times in the market rather than this hype and mania that drives a lot of um, dislodged trading and betting uh, rather than, you know, sound, you know, gains over time is which, what, you know, we should have. Um and so that's the big thing. You still have the banking crisis or, um, in play. Uh, I think investors right now are okay with, you know, where the, the major banks have sh shaken out um, and the ones that have failed have failed. Um, and so that's still down the pipe. Banks are brought, in the near term for sure going to have to tighten credit lending standards and they're going to have to tighten lending, uh, which could have pressure on economic growth, right? So that's going to be a thing to see, especially in commercial real estate, all these different areas uh, where a lot of loans are being applied. Um, that's where you're going to see a lot of pressure as well. Even residential real estate, that's still been dropping steadily um, for the past eight to nine to 10 months um, and still has more to go on the downside. So that's the big update for um, um, and news in regards to, you know, the market current update. Um, we'll even show um, a weekly um, this week's this week's um, uh, trade trade uh, uh, trading chart. So let's share that screen and show that. So trading chart here we're showing uh, just for the week. Um, a little bit at 2.2.6%. So this is the S&P 500. Um, it's been trading fairly better. Again, on this news, you're seeing investors getting a little bit more comfortable with what's been going on. Now, in current events of the day, first and foremost, Twitter and all these different social media platforms keep making big overhaul and changes. Um, Elon Musk announced that on April 15th, that if you were um, not subscribed to Twitter Blue, that you will no longer be recommended in um for you tweets um as well as some other things you won't be able to vote in polls and all these different things that will pretty much edge out anyone that's not subscribed to Twitter Blue. For those out there, I've been subscribed for over a year, for almost two years. I've been subscribed um based on affiliation to different companies. 
Um, but now they're adding to different things in there. So, I mean, this stuff doesn't really matter to me. I think for maybe other people it does. I just, you know, social media is just a gateway for people to one, you know, staying close to in contact with family and friends and two, um, increase and amplify um, their businesses and what they're doing. So not a big deal in my world, but I think for a lot of people, it is a big deal, especially for people that have a lot of, lot of followers um, and they have a cachet of a lot of followers and then maybe a, a blue check. And that's like going to be gone. I think if you think down the future, I think the new cool thing will be to build a big platform, but just not have a blue check. I think they're going to go the other way now. It's going to be like, all right, it used to be cool to have the blue check. And now the people that don't have it, but we know it's them. They have a big platform. That's going to be the cool thing. So we'll see. Um, we'll see that uh, companies are trying to chase revenue. You Meg Meta is also doing the same thing with Instagram and adding a subscription blue check service as well. So a lot going on in their world. Um, let's look at, okay, this was kind of big news. So Apple announced their buy now, pay later um, platform. They launched it. Um, so, you know, the Klarna, Afterpay, Affirm, all those buy now, pay later platforms. Apple has launched its um, long awaited platform into the buy now, pay later space. It's capped at 1,000. It's into four payments over six weeks and that's no interest. So it's no interest. Um, and yeah, and they're trying to make a big play into the space of FinTech. They've done it with Apple Card, all these different things, um, Apple Pay. And now they're in buy now, pay later. And it's going to affect the the current people in the space, you know, the Klarna, the Afterpay. A lot of them moved down on the news that Apple's coming into space. Of course it's going to be because Apple's a huge company. Um, and so that's uh, something to watch out for um, for the future. And let's keep moving on to more of our news for the day. Um, there's a lot. There was a lot going on. So I'm going to look into what I thought was more interesting versus not. Um, in our most recent thing, I did see something that was quite interesting. Yes, more Elon Musk. I feel like I'm always talking about Elon Musk. There is an open letter from Elon Musk and a thousand other tech titans. Um, they're calling for developers to pause um, on AI experiments. So this petition has more than a thousand AI experts and tech leaders. They've signed a petition warning that an, an artificial intelligence poses profound risk to society and humanity and ask AI researchers to put their projects on ice for at least six months um, to gather more information before they four-way into this deep, dark hole of AI that everyone's scared about. Personally, my funny take is that, <laughs> could they really do, could AI really harmless? I mean, just get, unplug the computer. If there's a bot that's talking to you, I'm just going to close my laptop. Can it Can it jump out of the laptop screen? That is my funny and and opposition take on this because I just don't fear a software code harming me. But there are a lot of issues with tech um, and there are a lot of issues with, you know, AI for sure. If we're being serious, hundred um, percent. And these leaders seem to be pretty scared about it. people that are really in the, in the forefront of it seem to be really scared uh, about what it could potentially do. So that's something to take into effect. Um, but I don't know. I think it's something that with any technology, you have to see how it plays out um first and foremost um but yeah this is one that you know people are incredibly worried about and we'll have to watch how this plays out um over the long haul but you know people are seemingly trying to figure out um if this is something that's gonna be you know very very scary uh for for consumers in the near term and the long term so now we're shifting to more job talk so one as we talked about all the layoffs and different things that were happening, you've seen it shift from tech 
to Wall Street to Main Street. Um, and you know, one the thing about okay, how do I survive in these times? One thing about am I revenue generating for the company? Do I generate revenue? Do I make the company money? Um, if so, that's a good thing. So then that's the yes on that mark. Then the other question after you get a yes for that, um, if you get a no for that, then you're gonna be a little bit like, okay, how do I, you know, make myself more valuable? If you get a no, yes for the question, then you're like, all right, is my operating margin for the company, meaning what I bring in um versus what I they pay me? Is it better than the average, than the company average, right? So if the operating margin of the company is 20%, if what I do um, is over, it's 25%, then you are likely underpaid and you are likely very, very valuable and they should, they will probably never fire you. If you're under that, then you have to, again, go back to how do I increase that mar operating margin um, for, for the firm in a sense? How do I make more money? then they're paying me and get above that company average operating margin. So it's a good way to think about it um, in, in the future. And now thinking about like just the job market in general, we've talked about how it's getting a little bit more tight. Um, folks are starting to, you know, see that unemployment rate tick up and will probably tick up over the next couple of months. But one area that's doing well is accountants. Accounts are commanding higher pay. Um, in the face of accountant shortages that's been two decades in the making, companies are taking an aggressive message to woo new recruits, new recruits into the field. So accountants, think of your big four firms and some other ones. They are in heavy demand at this point. So they're raising pay um, and they're trying to entice people to get into the field because it is a quite boring field if you if you see it. And it's not that like for the hours they work, it's not that a crazy um, um, as far as hourly pay or what they whatever they get paid. But they are trying to increase that, increase 13% in 2022 and 21% through February of this year. So that's a pretty hefty, hefty increases. Um, and so they're doing more in that access. And so you're going to see that demand supply um, effect here. If a, comp a job or something is in more demand, then of course it's going to um, demand higher pay if there's a short supply. Um, and shifting gears here a little bit, um, is just talk about people exiting big cities, right? And that's happened for sure during the pandemic. A lot of people moved out of the big cities and moved into the suburbs. Uh, but they are showing that that's, that exodus is slowing down a little bit, right? So according to the Wall Street Journal um, analysis of census data, there is now been um, a slowdown of the big exodus from big cities. Um, so while big cities, suburbs, and small and medium-sized metropolitan areas are still experiencing the most growth, uh, more migrants... More migrants move to large American cities, um, and there's more births and uh, occurring, and fewer people dying. So that exodus out of those big cities is starting to happen, which is interesting. It's a, it's a kind of a preference thing, whether people want to be in big city or small, um, and and where they kind of want to stay stay at. So interesting to watch, um, and something to keep your eye on those trends. In more news, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to shift to our question of the week, two questions of the week, actually. One is more of just like talking at you and telling you what it is. So if the question one was, in your state, what are the highest occupations? And I kind of skimmed them. And it doesn't go into business owners, which would be actually be the highest, or people that run you know their own business or do something of that nature. But it does go into more career and actually jobs. And the most that you would see was orthopedic surgeons, um, and, and cardiologists be the highest earners in most states. So a lot of them were medically field related, right? Um, and then the other ones happen to be like lawyers, physicists, chief executives of um, chief executives mean CEOs, sales engineers. So it's quite interesting looking at um, the highest in, in the state for people that are in career path mode. Um, another question, career wise. 
um, let's look at what are the three jobs that are projected to be the fastest growing over the next de decade. The three jobs projected to be the fastest growing over the next decade. That answer happens to be nurse practitioners, wind turbine service technicians. That's an interesting one. I guess that's because we're using more um, energy in different ways, right? Wind turbine, okay, service technicians. And the third one is ushers, lobbies, attendants, and ticket takers. That's a surprising one to me. Like, um, So those three projected to have the highest growth over the next decade. I wonder how they found that. But that's the source is the Borough of Labor Statistics. Um, and it's just telling me that, you know, energy use is going to be interesting. Nurse practitioners, healthcare is going to play an important role over the next decade. And the last one is just telling me that people are going to want to do stuff. And leisure and hospitality is still going to play a major, major role um, over the next decade. So that's what it tells me. But what does it tell you? Let me know in the comments. Uh, let me know by sending me a quick note. Folks, that is it for this week for episode 165. We will be doing this every week. We have more exciting stuff coming. For those that keep tuning in, we appreciate you for doing so. We'll talk next week.